0: Niaz, they're going to be in concert this Thursday evening in Aventura. And on the phone with me now is Loga Romaine Torkian, part of the band, Niaz. And welcome to WLRN, Loga.
1: Thank you for having me on your show, Michael.
0: Now, the type of music we just listened to, I I guess, how would you describe that?
1: Well, essentially, we, we refer to our music as world electronic music. It's a combination of acoustic instruments on stage in junction with electronics. Uh, and uh, for this particular show, it has a very strong visual aspect to the show, and it, that's why it's a, an immersive multimedia project. It's a very 3D in a sense, but still the context is very relative and to our music and it's very
0: thematic. This tour you're on is called The Fourth Light, a tribute to the first female Sufi mystic. Is that something that your band specializes in, in Sufi music?
1: Well, we do play a lot of Sufi songs, and this particular project was inspired by, the, as you said, by the first Sufi female in the region. and in a sense, it's a very feminist album. And her life was so captivating and that we decided to make this uh, tribute, this project to her. And the concert loosely follows her journey in life. So the show is in three sections and one of them is her youth. And then when she becomes, uh, she comes to her own. And then eventually when she is really, is received as a teacher and a philosopher. Unfortunately, she was lost a lot in the history, and even as a kid, I never learned about her, because ultimately it was boiled down to that she was a woman, and not much attention was paid to her. So it, this is our way of trying to revive one of the greatest philosophers of our region.
0: I'm speaking with Logan romain Torkian of the group Niyaz. Are you yourself Sufi?
1: No, I'm not. I, uh, I'm not Sufi myself. Uh, I do, do have some serious uh, set of practices that I do that are in junction with Su- are in line with Sufism. But uh, it is a huge uh, responsibility if I decide to call myself a Sufi. And uh, the same way, I do not even call myself either a Muslim or a Christian or or a Jew. I think trying to take something on your shoulder and announcing it publicly will be a, a tremendous responsibility, which I'm not willing to take.
0: <laughs> well, you are representing Sufi poetry in this concert. Absolutely. Well, what, what is this is old poetry from a 1,000 years ago? Well, she lived in the 808th century, and
1: the series of songs are inspired by her poetry and her approach to, toward uh, mysticism and Sufism. And obviously, it's something that we do respond to. And in general, a lot of the poetry of the region, whether being from Turkey or being from Iran, whether it's Alevi music or it's material that we gather, they all have a very strong spiritual context to them because that was a, was a major focus for a lot of philosophers to express themselves not in prose but in poetry. And amazing is that, you know, despite of our technological advancement, we still, as humans, are very much the same as we were six, seven hundred years ago, even more. The, the needs that we have, the quest for life, for the meaning, all has remained very much the same. So we find their work still be quite relative to our time and their message.
0: Niaz will be performing an Aventura this Thursday evening at 8 p.m. at the Aventura Arts and Culture Center, 3385 Northeast 188th Street. So, the poetry you are putting to music is centuries old, but the presentation you're giving is kind of an electronic visual presentation?
1: Yes. So one thing that we always talk about is that, you know, in throughout time, if you look at it, even from an acoustic instrument, it's always we have tried to enhance our artistic Uh, perception and experiences through technology. Of course, at the beginning of the time it was all about kinetic energy, how the string uh, resonates and the body of the instruments. And then we went through the electronic period where we were able to amplify it. And now the question was, how are we going to make this better Amplified, and what are the tools to really enhance the sound? And we feel like we have now emerged at a new point in time that now the digital scenographies, which what we refer to, uh, is there to really enhance. And the amazing thing about this show is that everything has an impact on each other. It's interrelated. For example, if somebody does a solo or does something uh, in certain frequency, the entire images change. And if somebody makes a movement on stage, then also the images change and vice versa. So what happens is that they breathe as one element. It becomes one body of work that it's working together and creates an immense sense of synergy, which is, uh, in my humble opinion, is amazing.
0: Is this a, a spiritual experience?
1: It's an absolute spiritual experience. This is one thing that we get a lot from the audience that they come to is that they, they really walk away, not just with an emotional impact, but they, they retake them on a journey. And, of course, what is spirituality? Spirituality is a form of transformation, of perception, that you start somewhere and then at the end of the road you feel... You perceive differently. And that is if we achieve that, even for one of the audience, one of the members in the audience, we feel like we have accomplished something. Fortunately, it's been more than that, and a lot of people kind of are at awe of what the journey that they go on with us.
0: I'm speaking with Loga Romain Torkian from NIAZ. The fourth light project will be presented in Aventura this Thursday evening at eight o'clock at the Aventura Arts and Culture Center. 3385 Northeast 188th Street in Aventura. This show is presented by MDC Live Arts, and this is the second year dedicated that they're dedicating to the arts of the Muslim world and dedicated to strong women, immigrants, and innovators. Uh, was that your intention with this show, to, to bring forth uh, innovators uh, and strong women?
1: Yes, absolutely. Interestingly enough, we launched this project in 2015 which was before the Me Too movement. But there was something that it was very clear that the voice of women in our time is becoming ever more important to be talked about. And I'm very proud to be part of this project from that angle as well. In fact, we are doing a workshop in a prior date at the DATE College about feminism in the East. And for those who are more scholarly and are interested, I really highly encourage them to come and, participate. I'm sure it's free to the public and they can just be there.
0: One more question. You are innovating this ancient poetry. Have you got any kickback from traditionalists?
1: Yes, there is always that because uh, there is a moment on, I don't want to give the show away, but there is, a you know, we do challenge a series of dogmas that are controversial and a lot of it comes because of lack of communication, in my opinion, and when we do those things, there's a moment that, you know, is about veiling or unveiling or hijab or no hijab. And those things obviously becomes a little bit controversial. And yes, people have their own set of strong opinions about it.
0: And what do you think?
1: Well, what I think is I think it should be the matter of choice. And then uh, the, it definitely is a matter of choice, and it is not really something that should be uh, dictated upon someone. At the same time, what it is very important is that it is to be understood where the origin is and the commonality of it in a, among a lot of different cultures, and trying to, to talk about this in one brush stroke and combining all these different countries, regions with their own local traditions and customs into one umbrella and say okay let's talk about hijab within every context of every one of these regions and countries is totally wrong because a lot of the ideas of about around that is very nomadic it's very tribal it's very localized and it's specific to a certain tradition and cultures and it's not universal
0: this sounds like it goes way beyond the presentation Yes, (laughs)
1: Yes, <laughs> that's why we have a workshop <laughs> the day before because there are a lot of the subjects that we talk about is, uh, you know, it's really, you know, I'm a father. I have a son that is, uh, you know, also travels with us. He always tours. He comes and, you know, there comes a point that it's not just enough to be an artist uh, because you, you do have a, having a microphone, having a chance to be on your radio show, it's a privilege. it's It's not something that every human being has an access to. So we consider ourselves as a privilege, and hence we have to be an ambassador for something. You have to be leave a legacy behind that it is more than just a body of work. Without that inspiration, without that element behind it, it's going to fade in time. It's, it's just natural.
0: Loga Romain-Turkian of Niaz. The Fourth Light, an interactive tribute to the first female Sufi mystic and poet, is taking place this Thursday evening at 8 o'clock at the Aventura Arts and Culture Center, 3385 Northeast 188th Street in Aventura. Loga, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us.
1: Thank you so much for having me on your uh, program. I hope to see you in the concert.